Hello, my name is Spencer Fulmer, the founder and president of Hard Faith. Hard Faith is a term that we have been developing for over 10 years. I converted to Christianity when I was 21 at an informal Bible school in New Zealand called Cape and Ray. This is the first time I ever read the Bible um, on my own. It was right after I graduated from college. And I had a 180 experience where I, I didn't put a lot of stock in Christianity. Despite going to a Bible school, I grew up hearing about Jesus. I heard the, you know, the nativity story. I heard about the crucifixion. Um, but I didn't really know what faith was all about, and it certainly was never personalized for me. I was in faith circles and saw other people who had joy and had peace, and I wanted that, and I didn't have that in my life, but it's something I desired and saw after. I had read other religious books. I'd read the Book of Mormon, parts of the Quran, um, and I was, I think at that time I would have called myself a a Stoic. I think the Greek philosophers most inspired me up until my conversion. But I was really a nihilist. I didn't believe that there was any purpose to life, that there was any point, that there was no meaning or matter. And yet there was something in my soul that I think was continuing to ache and search out for God. So I went to this Bible school. I was going to move to Hollywood at that time, knew I wanted to be a film director since I was seven years old, loved cinema, always wanted to go to film school, but I took a kind of a gap year after college and went to Bible school to figure out what I believed. So I, I went to Bible school, read the Bible for the first time, and it was actually in a, it's called a 40 hour solo. It's this exercise where you go out into the woods and you have nothing but your Bible, a little bit of food and a journal. And the verse that was a sticking point for me that we had just studied the week before was from Galatians 2.20 says, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives through me. And the thing that was a sticking point for me at that time in my life was that if it was all about Christ living through me and him becoming more and me becoming less, what's the point of me? You know, I, at that point, practically speaking, I believe that the world and the planets and the stars all revolved around me. And it was about what I could get out of life and about my own personal success and achievement. But when I read this verse... And the Apostle Paul talking to the church in Galatia about uh, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives through me. I thought, what? why would that be a benefit? Why would that be a good thing? And so I wrestled with that for the better part of that 48-hour solo. For 40 hours, I wrestled with God. And it, somehow in the night, the second night, a thunderstorm, um, I didn't sleep. I wrestled with God and something clicked in me, and the verse just made sense. And the scripture that I had read prior started to make sense. And it feels like the scales fell out of my eyes and my heart of stone turned to a heart of flesh. And I realized that it would be better to be a vessel for honorable use and to use my passions and skills and gifts to glorify God than to be a vessel of dishonorable use and to be a futile to live a futile life without any purpose or meaning. And it was better to use my passions and skills and whatever life I had left to glorify God than to glorify myself. And that I realized the world didn't revolve around me. I was a piece of thread in the tapestry of God's creation and his story of redemption that has started from the beginning of mankind and that will be fulfilled at Christ's second coming. I realized I'd rather be a part of that tapestry, be 
part of what God is doing positive to, positively in the world and not be at enmity with the Lord anymore. So I gave my life to Christ. I continued at Bible school. I started with the book of Acts because I felt like I had heard the Jesus story so many times growing up in, you know, lukewarm Christian America. <laughs> I'd heard the, the gospels over and over again. I wanted to start with what happened with the church after the gospels. So I started with the book of Acts. I read all the way through to Revelation, started back with the gospels, then read the Old Testament and been reading the Bible almost yearly ever since. Um, after I got back to the States from the International Bible School, I went to seminary. I went to Reformed Theological Seminary. I got a Master's of Theology. I went to NYU, where I was an MFA candidate for feature film production as in directing. And then I went to, I traveled around the world a little bit more. I worked at Microsoft. Um, and I feel like after I left Bible school, uh, I started to struggle with what it looked like to have faith outside of this protected Christian bubble I was experiencing overseas. I felt like it was easy to be a Christian amongst other believers trying to seek out God and to define their faith at a Bible school where all we did for nine hours a day is read the Bible, study the Bible, and then live amongst our brothers and sisters in Christ and talk about Jesus. That was the easiest place in the world for me to be a Christian. But when I returned to the States and I returned to, you know, all the relationships I had prior to converting, when I returned to my ambitions and desire to want to work in the film industry and to tell stories, I would say practically it was tough to apply my faith that I had just experienced and to apply it in the real world and to live it out. And to be honest, a lot of that faith walk for the first few years was a lot more crawling and uh, down in the valley with God than it was of any kind of mountaintop experience like I experienced at Bible school. For years, I struggled with faith. In fact, when I finally moved in 2015 to Los Angeles for the first time, when I moved to L.A., I... I felt like I needed a break from God. I felt like, you know, the hard faith part of my life had come to fruition and that life had become so hard that faith felt like it was such an effort. It's something I couldn't do while also trying to pursue my own ambitions. So I felt like almost a worse than a nominal Christian. I experienced mountaintop experiences. I'd experienced the peace and joy of the Lord. I experienced the benefit of worshiping God in a community of faith believers. But at that time in my life, I felt like I was completely exhausted. And to try and act faith was too much effort, too much work. And so when I moved to Los Angeles in 2015, my intention was just to work and to begin this career in the film industry and to do nothing but to focus on my own career because I felt like I had given so much time in trying to live my life for Christ and do the right Christian things. And I had only experienced failure. So when I got to Hollywood, I worked, I worked, I worked. I made a feature film. Um, but what was crazy about it is Los Angeles is known as a very lonely city and isolating. And I felt that moving first to LA. 
And it didn't take me long. <laughs> it took me a few weeks, maybe three or four weeks. And I started to attend a church and churches and started to shop around churches because I wanted to have a community. I wanted to find friends. And I still believed in God at that time. I just felt like I was at the end of my rope and I was exhausted from living a life that I was trying to please God and my life was only resulting in failure. And so I started to attend church in Los Angeles in 2015 and found friends, found great, phenomenal, Christ-filled churches that preached the gospel, preached through scripture, had a vibrant faith community. And what's interesting about being a Christian in Hollywood is that it's not always, it's not like the Bible about being a Christian. It's not like most of America, middle America being a Christian, where if you're a Christian, you might get um, a job offer. But no, being a Christian in Hollywood, if you're a Christian, sometimes you can be affiliated then with the very worst of the church, the very worst of, um, you know, depictions of the church and media. And so sometimes people are more cautious around Christians than they are in the rest of America, but similar to how maybe the rest of the world some, some can sometimes view Christianity or be suspect of Christians. And so when you're a Christian in Hollywood, I feel like there's a real community here that will support you and encourage you on your faith journey as well as your career journey. And that's what I found when I first moved here. It, I sometimes call it the Christian mafia, but it's like Brothers and sisters in Christ try and support one another on their faith walk that can be hard to define in the Hollywood entertainment industry where everyone is living to glorify themselves. But the community and the encouragement that you experience here and, that, and the grace that you experience here, because whenever you are failing, people support you. They encourage you. If you've not been to church for years, there's not so much guilt as there is encouragement to maybe try it again. And so I want to be part of that Christianity that I experienced when I moved to LA that encouraged me to come back to the Lord even after a hard season personally in my life. And I think this podcast can hopefully have that open dialogue that I first experienced when I moved to Los Angeles. And I experienced from Christians with open arms embrace. If you could spell Jesus, if you could spell Christianity or knew what that meant, people here are generally very supportive and loving that feels kind of like that early church that I read about in Bible school so many years ago in Acts. And that early church, we, we love it and we aspire to be more like it, where we're, it's a giving community, a loving community, and a community engaged and on fire for Christ. But we know 2,000 years later, as the church has continued to expand and grow, that often churches can look a lot more like the Pharisees, can look a lot more like law and burden than grace and peace and love and the fruit of the spirit. And so wherever you are in your faith journey, whether you are struggling, questioning, deconstructing, um, or trying to renew your faith journey, you remember your childhood faith, your childlike faith, and you want to give Christianity and God and Jesus another try, or even, even church another try, I want to have a dialogue with you. I want to share my own faith journey, where I've been the last few years. You know, I moved in Hollywood in 2015. I got married to the love of my life on this picture right here, McKenna. We met in Florida. And we've also been on a faith journey. And I'll have McKenna on future podcasts, and we can talk about 
how that journey's developed and what it looks like to live as a Christian in the pandemic, post-pandemic, and in this new crazy life that, uh, in the world that we're living in today in 2022. I'm releasing this podcast, the very first inaugural podcast, interviewing myself in December of 2022. 23 is going to be a big year. We expect to release a podcast monthly at the least. There'll be 30 minutes to an hour, depending on the conversation. We have some special guests lined up. One has already been recorded that I look forward to sharing with you soon as a bonus episode. And this Hard Faith podcast, I have a desire to, to make film to work in the entertainment industry. So some of my guests may be filmmakers and artists, screenwriters, directors and producers. But also I want to talk to faith leaders because I know a lot of pastor friends from my seminary days as well as all my pastors that I've had around the world um, since converting. And I want to have conversations about the struggles of being a pastor in modern America in a kind of post-Christian nation, as well as speaking to authors and other podcasters, individuals who have had a hard faith journey. Because I think if we're honest, everyone, as we read in scripture from David to Solomon to the apostles, everyone has had a struggle in their life. Sometimes, you know, I think that faith-based films or even health and wealth prosperity churches can say, you convert to Christianity and your life will get better in every way, materialistically healthy, your relationships will be better. And I think there is some truth to that for sure. Long term, no matter what, we win, Christ is going to come again and we're on the winning side. So yes, converting to Christianity does help your life and your spiritual life, especially in all ways. But sometimes when you convert to Christianity, at least this was my experience, it's also can come with a lot of hardship, a lot of, you know, kind of different relationships, because now you're a Christian, you're trying to navigate what that means to be an ambassador of Christ while you still have sinful desires and struggles and failures. So I think if we're all honest, we've been in a hard faith journey. Hard Faith we created as a safe place to share that journey. We, sh we share that experience through film and television, and now we're sharing it here on this podcast. So thank you for listening to this. This is episode one, day one of the podcast. Hard Faith is coming at you in 2023. Please participate, listen to the podcast, share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and we look forward to inviting some of you now listening to be guests on future episodes. So take care and Happy New Year. This is Spencer Fulmar signing off on the first Hard Faith podcast.